Welcome to the All Around Joe podcast, where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life. This episode of the All Around Joe podcast is sponsored by one of my other sites, WeddingWad.com. Workouts designed for the bride that wants to look absolutely amazing on her big day. So this episode is going to be all about muscle soreness and how to eliminate it. And this was prompted by one of my good friends that lives down in California and had this question for me about foam rollers and how to recover from muscle soreness. And I thought it'd be a great topic to talk on. And I'm sure that other people are interested in how to get rid of all this darn muscle soreness and, and what's going on with the process. But first, just to share with you guys what I've been up to, man, oh man, I am putting all my energy right now into this wedding wad site, trying to get it up and going and running. So if you know anybody, any family or friends that could benefit from workouts to get in shape to look amazing for their wedding, please send them over to weddingwad.com. I would highly appreciate that. It's been a passion feat of mine lately to get, get into people's lives where they're the most passionate about improvement and fitness and getting ready for your wedding. I haven't found anybody that's been more driven to get in shape than those brides getting ready for the wedding. So if I can get any of them in front of me so that I can help them, that would be fantastic. And I would really appreciate your help on that. Gosh, and other than that, just waiting for the snow to come up here in the Pacific Northwest so we can get our snowboard on and get moving on those slopes. Cannot wait for that to happen. But without any more delay, I'm just going to jump right into this topic here on muscle soreness and how to eliminate it. So I know that, that a lot of people deal with muscle soreness, and especially if you are moving in and out of workout programs, so meaning that you haven't done anything for a while and you're jumping into a new program, or if you've changed your program. So let's say you've been doing yoga a lot and then you jump into CrossFit, there's a good chance you're going to have uh, quite a bit of muscle soreness. And some people get muscle soreness literally right away. Some people get muscle soreness the next day. And some people get muscle soreness two days later. It's actually called uh, delayed onset muscle soreness. And typically, a lot of the muscle soreness is actually caused from the lowering of the weights or the controlling on the way down. So if you were doing a squat, it's the lowering of your body towards the ground that's causing the micro tears in the muscle and then not so much on the way back up which is pretty interesting. So if you are someone who wants to get big muscles and you should be really focusing on that lowering portion so that you cause more muscle tears and your muscles want to come back and have a reason to come back bigger. So how do we eliminate this muscle soreness? The first thing I want to talk about is movement. So it's kind of counterintuitive to think, well, shoot, I'm really sore. I should go and move in order to eliminate muscle soreness. But that's exactly what you should do. And one of the most important things to do when you're sore is go out and move around a little bit so that your body gets that blood pumping through those muscles and can not only take those toxins and things that are needing to be recirculated through your body and pump them back to the heart, but also getting that fresh blood and nutrients to those muscles. So going out, for example, if your legs are really sore, doing an easy 20 to 30 minute bike ride or hike or swim 
or row is always good. And I'm just talking easy. You know, you just go out there and you move. I mean, even if you're just going to go for a little uh, walk around the neighborhood, that's a great way to get those legs moving, the blood moving, the blood pumping in order to have your recovery better. And I've found personally that on my days off, I always do some sort of movement because even though I may be totally torn up and, and broken, the, the movement makes me feel so much better when I get back into the gym. And if I don't do anything, if I think, oh, I'm just going to lay on the couch all day because my body is all broken, I feel worse once I get back in there. So your body does rejuvenate itself faster when you have that movement in place. So get out there and move. And like I said, it's not, it shouldn't be hard movement. It should be pretty darn easy stuff that just gets the blood flowing and that is still in like the active recovery realm of movement. So not strenuous. Next up, salt baths. I've found uh, great results taking salt baths. And you can get just Epsom salt at your local grocery store. Or if you want to get a little bit more intense, I've used Soak Fitness. And actually Soak Fitness crystals at SoakFitness.com. You can check those out. I'll, I'll link up on the show notes here to this particular episode. This will be allaroundjoe.com slash 22 for the show notes. And the soakfitness.com is good stuff. I What I find is that I actually, I'll take a bath with these either Epsom salts or soak fitness crystals um, the night or right before I go to bed. And when I do that, I found that I I feel more recovered. My joints and, and tissue feels better when I get up in the morning. And I cannot tell you exactly the process that's happening during that, but I do know that it, I've done it several times and I do feel better. Massage. So massage is a good way to, again, get the blood flowing. It, it's the same way as like compression. So you're compressing the area of the tissue and it's going to help circulate the blood to have help the tissue recover faster. And also any adhesions that you're going to have in the tissue, it's also going to help that as well. Downside to massage is it ex- it's usually expensive. And, you know, unfortunately I've had the experience of working with a lot of masseuses or massage therapists. I'm not, I forget what they prefer to be called, but, um, that are not all that qualified or that not do not exactly know what they're doing. So that can also be a potential issue or you go and you pay for someone that doesn't hardly any work and it doesn't really do anything for you. So if you know a good massage therapist, go to them and that will definitely help with your recovery as well as breaking up adhesions in your muscle tissues so you will feel better all around. Rolling or foam rolling. I did a whole guide on the best foam rollers or the ones that I like the most and I'll put that up in the in the show notes. But uh, foam rolling is something that you also hear as self-myofascial release. So what you do is you roll around on your muscle tissue in order to break up the adhesions that you may have built up, as well as, like I said, it has that compression factor that will circulate the blood a little bit faster. Um, Not quite as much as the movement stuff, but if you put these things together, they can be potent. So foam rollers are a great way of doing that. And then even more effective than foam rolling, I believe, is smashing. And anybody who's familiar with the website MobilityWOD, that's mobilitywod.com, 
you've probably heard of smashing. And a typical smashing would be like on your quads. So imagine that you're laying on the ground and someone is stepping on your quads in kind of like a, a dough kneading fashion and trying to break up any adhesions that are going on in those particular muscles. It can be very painful if you're not used to this, so be careful. Um, but it can absolutely help your recovery like uh, like nothing else that I've really tried. I mean, uh, above and beyond movement, the smashing is right up there. And I've done it before on the quads, the hamstrings, the glutes, and the calves. And I guess I've done it on the triceps as well, but you got to be careful when you get into the upper body because if you're using the stepping technique, that could be potentially disastrous. But you can always get more information on this at mobilitywa.com. But I highly recommend giving it a shot and just know that it is painful, but at the same time, it is helping your muscle tissue recover and become more aligned like nothing I've ever done before. So it's literally been the difference between me having to take weeks of training off and being able to continue feeling great and moving around. So look up uh, quad smashing on Mobility Wad, or even just Google Quad Smash, and you'll get videos and things like that that will come up, and I'll put some links in the show notes as well. But highly recommended. Go find a friend, get some smashing done. Rest. Next up is rest. So obviously, if you rest and recuperate, your body will recover itself. So you want to make sure, in addition to the some of these other things that I've mentioned, that you rest up. So making sure that you get enough sleep, enough good sleep, and that you're relaxing, letting your mind relax, getting some meditation in and letting your body just recuperate. So don't think that you can go and do all these things and then sleep for three hours or four hours a night and that your body is going to be super recovered. Will those things help? Yeah, they will. But the rest is also a huge component that you do not want to miss out on. You want to get that rest. You need to get that rest in, in order for your body to recover. And I recommend, well, I know that typically you hear people say eight hours is what you should go for. I never felt really good at eight hours. So I shoot for uh, at least nine hours. I know that you get a, a REM cycle every three hours. So I figure that nine and nine plus has always felt the best for me. So play around with that and see where you feel the best. And if you can, try and set it up so that you don't necessarily get jolted out of your sleep by your alarm clock in the morning. Try and go to sleep at the same time every night and get up at the same time every morning as much as you possibly can in order to have that consistent sleep cycle and your body will start to thank you and you'll, I don't know if you, if right now you feel like you have the alarm goes off and it jolts you out of a, a deep sleep state, that's not how it should feel. It sh- you should set that timing up so that when and if your alarm does go off, your body is pretty much ready to go or ready to start moving. You don't feel like you've been hit by a train. So, and I, you know, obviously I know what that feels like because I've had my alarm go off right in the middle of a, a sleep cycle. So if you can figure out how to set that up just right, do it, test it, figure out what works best for you so that you're not jolting yourself out of that sleep cycle. And the last thing I want to talk about today is the Uh, nutrition. So nutrition and hydration. Make sure that you're getting your hydration. I know I've talked about this in other episodes, but hydration, I always shoot for at least 0.75 ounces per pound of body weight. And be especially sure that you get that much in if you're going to be doing hard workouts and you know that you're going to be sore, especially talking to you people that are listening that might be getting 
into workout programs, like I said, that you haven't done before, or you're just getting into CrossFit or something like that, and you know you're sore or you are sore right now as you're listening, make sure you get all that water in there. Got to have lots of water. And then from the nutritional standpoint, you want to make sure that you have those good grass-fed proteins and you want to have lots of fats in there from quality fat sources and then the carbohydrates to support your movement. Um, Obviously, the carbohydrates are good for recovery and in a post-workout setting um, as well as making sure the muscle glycogen is filled up but you don't need an abundance amount of carbohydrates. It's going to be most about the protein and the fats that are going to make you recover after your workout or as you're in this relaxed state. So I covered movement, salt baths, massage, rolling or foam rolling, smashing, rest, and nutrition. And I feel like the ideal setup, so ideally what you do is on your off day or your soreness day, you you know go for a 30-minute walk, or a 30-minute bike ride or something like that that's easy, it's going to get the blood flowing. You smash or roll, okay? So if you have a buddy, you have them smash that that muscle for you. Um, or if, the you know, similar would be a massage if you have a specific massage therapist. But I just feel like, you know, the smashing, the rolling is easier, more convenient. You can get it done quick, much faster. So you sm- movement, smash or roll, and then end your night with a salt bath. And all throughout that whole time, you're getting your good nutrition, and then you make sure and you sleep the ideal number of hours that you like to. I like nine plus, but go ahead and do whatever you feel like is perfect for you, and make sure that you're not waking up right in the middle of a sleep cycle. So I hope this was helpful for you. If you have any questions about any of these things, you can always hit me up at joedallaroundjoe.com. We'll be happy to answer them. And... You can stop by and get the show notes at allaroundjoe.com slash 22. And one last thing I want to remind you that I have set up a PDF for you that talks about the five supplements that I cannot live without. And I do recommend that if you're training, you go check this out. You can get it at allaroundjoe.com slash top five. So go check that out, get that PDF, see those supplements that I've reviewed. And while I've reviewed so many supplements that these are the top five, the ones I keep going back to, the ones that actually make a difference. Go check that out at allaroundjoe.com slash top five. And I will see you on the next podcast. The All Around Joe podcast where we believe that personal fitness is the key to living a healthy, happy, and productive life.